0: Welcome to episode four of the High Five Download Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Brun, and with me is my co-host. This is Demetrio. Demetrio. Um, I just wanted to talk about a few things before we get started today and reveal today's topic. Um, the funny thing was our last episode we were talking about the time travel and we we had contemplated like reliving moments in our life that we thought were really awesome and then. I had suggested, yeah, you know, we I'd like to go relive that Broncos Super Bowl win, but uh, <laughs> it could happen again. And guess what? It did. So that was pretty awesome. Um, other than that, that's yeah. all I have. Good, what's been going on with good, you? Good, good anyway? birthday
1: weekend for me. I mean, what's better than it's your birthday and then you get the you know your your favorite football team wins the Super Bowl? So that was that was pretty much that was that was pretty
0: good for me. Not bad at yeah. all. <laughs> Alright, um, so we have a special guest for this episode as well, and our topic today is, for our high five, it is top five pop songs that are secretly brilliant or not so secretly brilliant? Not so secretly brilliant? Well, we kind of just tacked that on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's open to your interpretation, but um, our guest is... Singer, musician, better half, licensed Zumba instructor, <laughs> Miss Naomi, oh, sorry, Naomi Ochoa. <laughs> Hello.
2: Hi, guys. Hey. Hey.
0: So Naomi's uh, pretty much an expert in pop music. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Um All right. And she kind of wants to talk to us a little bit about pop music. To I'm a professional appreciator of to pop get music. This well, there you go. So is
1: she. <laughs> yeah, so am I. But if so she's, she. she's the expert, then I, that's, that's lower than the so expert. So is she,
0: yes. Um, well, say hi, Naomi.
2: Hi. Uh,
0: um,
2: my name is Naomi, and I love pop music. <laughs> it's not the coolest music choice, being 30-something and living in Denver, Where most locals are either huffing patchouli oil at the latest Jamalemma Ding Dong Fest, (laughs) or dabbing and and dubstepping with DJ Hair Gel. (laughs) That's right. Or hanging with the Hipper (laughs) Than Thou But Don't Call Me a Hipster crowd at the new microbrewery down the way, listening to some bands you've never heard of.
1: Right. With Um, like, you know, twenty people in the band, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Each playing some different instrument you haven't seen since high school. Somebody taking like a
2: triangle solo (laughs) or something along those lines. I'm not saying there isn't some great underground music happening here in Denver. One of the reasons I'm in love with this city is the fantastic local music scene. But I hate when music snobs dismiss a good song simply because it's labeled pop. Pop as in popular as in a majority of people from different places and different lifestyles all connected to this one piece of art. Not all pop music is good, but not all pop music is bad. Some songs are just downright genius. So as a Zumba instructor for Denver Parks and Rec, I listen to a lot of music, mostly pop stuff. And I see the power of a great song. It can make people work harder, jump higher, smile bigger. They sing along, they groove to the beat, and they're surprised that 60 Minutes can be so fun. They get lost in a moment and forget that they're in a fitness class. Music does that. And I feel very honored to facilitate that. So yeah, I feel like some sort of expert. I'm not afraid to admit that I love pop music. So this is my ode to those songs. That you know every word to, but will never fess up to it. The top five songs that are secretly, or not so secretly, brilliant.
0: Excellent. Awesome. <laughs> awesome.
1: And Naomi Naomi has played in a few bands um, in the Denver, in the local Denver scene. Can you talk just real quick about, you know, your experience and like name a couple of the bands and what, what kind of music you guys did? And
2: Yeah, um, I... Um, I just recently played with Wake Up and Live, which is a Bob Marley tribute band. Um, I was the background singer, one of the background singers for Wake Up and Live. They just did the third annual big Bob Marley birthday celebration, was with, which was February 6th, was Bob Marley's <laughs> birthday. <So laughs> He's they were a Aquarius like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're in good company. I know. Um, and yeah, so I sang with them recently, um, and then I was also with a band called Broken Homes. They were a funk jazz band that played around town for a little while, and then I've just done things and things here and there. Um, I did some stuff with a hip hop group called Gamer Life. Um, now they're known as Hundred Shots, and um, you can probably catch me at any karaoke bar. Excellent. Um.
1: <laughs> That's when you hear these pop songs come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: That's where my pop, my love for pop music <laughs> started, was at the Frontier. Karaoke. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Excellent. Awesome.
0: And um, I'm going to read the little definition of Wikipedia pop music. It's a genre of popular music that originated in its modern form in the Western world. During the 50s and 60s, deriving from rock and roll, the terms popular music and pop music are often used interchangeably. Although the former describes all music that is popular, and can include any style. So cool. I always remember defining pop music by like going into like a Tower Records or something, and
1: seeing how they you know um, put together all the the music, and where you could like you know look for it. And I remember yeah. pop would start with like ABBA. And then it would end, well, you knew you got into, like, you were out of pop when you saw, like, rock and, like, ACDC or yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So that's how I always defined pop was, like, Yeah, that's true. How is it categorized by Tower Records? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, honestly, it was kind of hard just to pick five songs, man. I, I had, like, ten I had to narrow down, and then yeah. I, I wanted to do certain things, like, okay, maybe I could do one from each decade, you know, starting with, like, the 70s or the 60s, and then... I ended up just writing a bunch down on a sheet of paper and then just putting them, picking five and putting them in order today. So that's what that's, I, cool. that's what I do. So just we're going to let our guests go first All right. with her number five pop song.
2: So my number five is um, it's a new song, so I wanted to put something new and fresh that's kind of out there. And it's WTF by Missy Elliott featuring Pharrell which just came out um, November of 2015, Um, and it's an awesome song. It's got a great beat. So one of the things about pop music is, like, it can sound pretty monotonous and the same thing over and over, and Missy Elliott can make it sound different every time. She just does something new and funky every time... I mean, move on, move over, Kanye, because Missy is my Jesus, It's my Jesus, Mises, <laughs> Mises. <laughs> Missy is my Mises. She can walk on water. Um, she can turn, you know, water into crunk juice. Like she really just brings out the best beats. Gets really funky. Sounds fresh every time. And this is her first in, de- in like really big album in ten years. And she came out of the gate
1: swinging, so awesome. I love her. Cool. I was gonna say, when was what was her last album? Wow, it's been a while. Been <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. I, was gonna, I was trying to think when you were talking about her, I was like, yeah, we watched her behind wow. the
0: music a few years ago. They did one, and then it was like she had had a lot of health problems or something, so she yeah. was really kind of laying low. But crazy. She had like the
2: cookbook or something like that, and that was like two two thousand five. Hmm. And then she yeah. kind of had some other stuff come out that was just flopped. Just, but oh, okay. Yeah. This one came out and everyone nice. was talking about it. So, so it's
1: like the, the 2016 is like her year. Is the new 2000 Comeback. Five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice.
2: All
1: right. Well, I guess I'll go with my number five. Um, and my number five is not so new. And uh, speaking of ABBA earlier, my number five is SOS by ABBA. Um, nice. nice. <laughs> it, was, uh, it came out in 1975 uh, from their self-titled album. Um, it's been called one of the greatest pop songs by the likes of Pete Townsend, John Lennon, and Ray Davies of the Kinks. Um, and I chose this one because I think, you know, a lot of people listen to ABBA and they think cheesy 70s disco music. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that there's so much brilliance behind that song of it just being a good pop song. You know, when you, when you guys gave the definitions of what yeah. a pop song is, yeah. it fills all that um, and a little known fact is, you know, that the Sex Pistols, the song uh, Pretty Vacant is actually based, like the riff and the chorus is actually based on S.O.S. Uh, the bass player for the Sex Pistols, uh, Glenn Maddock, he was inspired, quotation marks, to write the song Pretty Vacant after listening to S.O.S. So all you hardcore uh, hipster Sex Pistols fans out there, just so you know, um, your, 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 uh, your music is based on, on ABBA. So yeah. Nice. When you see Mamma Mia, that's that's a, that's the Sex Pistols right there.
0: Right on. Nice. So, well that kinda of, kinda of reminds me of like the Bee Gees when they first came out. Like their first album is like straight up psychedelic pop music. It's like yeah. wannabe Sgt. Pepper or something. Yeah. And it wasn't until later on that they got into disco, disco stuff, yeah. So that's kinda of interesting that Abbas kind of mm-hmm. similar origins. Yeah. Okay. My number five is The Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. Uh uh-huh. And lazy uh, song. it's his third single off of the Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Anybody listening, um, feel free to bring up Spotify on your <laughs> uh, computer, and uh, we'll have all these cue, songs cue, listed. Yeah, cue these oh, no. up as we go, since we yeah. can't play them right. legally on this podcast. Or maybe but, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a song about today. I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to lay in my bed. And uh, I think all my songs are kind of quirky and bizarre, like that. Like a silly song like that. It's almost like Weird Al could have wrote it, honestly. But I mean Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of song? like a parody a throwaway parody of a song of a pop when song. we went and saw yeah. him at Red Rocks. He didn't even play it at all. He played every song but that song, you know. Interesting. But it's the video's awesome. It's like one camera, one shot. Bruno Mars and some dudes in like monkey masks dancing around crazy. But it's a great song. It makes all kinds of interesting pop culture references like about doing P ninety X and getting your college degree online and it's great <laughs> and it it was actually got to the number number four on the hot one hundred here in the United States. Cool. But it was a number one single in Denmark, so well, apparently well, <laughs> there's a bunch of lazy people we in Denmark that get down just, on some Bruno Mars. So. Or maybe they just like
1: Bruno Mars, you know, but just yeah, so. <laughs> big fans of, you know.
0: So I like Bruno Mars. He's short like, Hawaiians. I actually can, love him. Funky. It's, it could be considered a guilty pleasure, but no, nah, hell no. He's awesome. <laughs> he's like uh, James Brown, Michael Jackson.
1: micro Micro-sized. Microsized, exactly.
0: <laughs> and
2: he's hot.
1: So yeah, so I've heard. So I've heard. and he was in uh he was in leaving no not leaving Las Vegas. Um, yeah, honeymoon like, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was uh Elvis he, impersonator. He was a little he was a little a kid. Child, Elvis yeah, impersonator. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Destin, and he was
2: played the Super Bowl.
0: Tested for uh, great. Yeah. Twice. Yeah, was, twice. Twice yeah. now.
2: And so. last night he rocked the Jerry Curl. Oh yeah. really? Oh yeah. He oh, had nice. his Jerry Curl on. <laughs> it was epic. Soul Glow. Soul, epic, soul, soul Glow. <laughs> so that on.
0: that came out in two thousand eleven. That's my number five. Great. On to you, Naomi.
2: Awesome. Well, my number four is I Can't Go For That, No Can Do by Hall & Oates. Nice. One of my awesome. all-time White favorite songs. It's timeless. Like, that song came out in 1981 on the Private Eyes album. And uh, a little note. Um, so when that song starts, there's this bass line, like, boom, 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 boom. And it's just like this unmistakable bass line. It's grooving. It's kind of dirty. And... Michael Jackson actually came up to Daryl Hall when they did We Are the World and told him, I stole your baseline line from Billie Jean. <laughs> and Daryl Hall was like, hey, I stole that baseline from someone else. So
0: that's what we <laughs> do in my the money?
2: music business. <laughs> uh, Don't but tell
0: Marvin Gaye's kids about that.
2: I know, right? <laughs> Daryl
1: Hall was the blonde one. A lot of people, you talk to them about Hall of Notes, they're like, which one was that? Daryl Hall was the blonde one, so just so everybody knows. Yep. A little frame reference. Yep.
2: Here. And Oates was the guy with the tight curl.
0: Yep. And the mustache. Yeah. And the
2: mustache, yeah. the epic mustache. But I love that song because, oh man, Daryl Hall has just got this natural, soulful, sexy thing about him. He still does, even as an older man. Like, it's just something you can't learn You can't go to school for that. It's something that comes natural. And it's something that you don't hardly see in white guys singing soulful (laughs) r&b music is that like natural soul Mm -hmm. and so that song just oozes like soul and sexy and you think it's about a relationship like i'm not you know i'll do anything for you baby but i won't do that (laughs) but it's actually um they wrote that song about the music business and how like people will take advantage of you and like you know that you'll do almost anything to be famous but there's those things that you won't do and you shouldn't do cool yeah
1: and they played Red Rocks for the first time in the summer of 2015, and they sold out that show. Yeah. I just heard I actually there was thought like about putting tons that song of on. like different like uh, um, type types of people that were there. I consider putting Ages. that on my
0: list too. Um, they let us actually. We've been listening. They, they let us change the radio station at work and change it to Cool. <laughs> they, 105. Took, they took the lock off of the Yeah, <laughs> we got rid of KBCO and we're now Cool 105. But like they well, put all good. kinds of pop music on there, and I am yeah. like, man. I made like a list of twenty songs they played on at work on Monday yesterday, and I'm like, man, I could use some of these, and that was on there too. So yeah, cool. That's kind of a yeah. If you look on YouTube, you'll
2: actually see um, there's a few. Um, so Daryl Hall does this um, his kind of podcast, like video call, podcast of musicians getting together at his home. I can live from Daryl's or Darryl's something, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. And um, CeeLo does that song on that show. Oh. Chromio does that song on that show. So, it's pretty okay. awesome. Wow. And then there's this guy out there. So I play this song in my Zumba class, actually. There's this guy, Melker. The Melker Project is what it's called. And he just came out with this album called Ballin' Oats. And it's um, mashups of Holland <laughs> Oat songs and hip hop songs. And right. so I play right. this one song, like this really awesome grooving version of it for a song in Zumba. And the, the people go nuts. So it's one of those songs like you can be 17, you can be 70. You hear this song, it's going to hit you in the feels. Nice. Nice. <laughs>
1: That's a great song. All right. So my number four is um, speaking of hitting you in the feels and being any age and still being able to, to rock out to it is uh, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. That's all I got to (laughs) say. The end, period. Nice. No matter where you are, if that song comes on, you start grooving. So that's all I got to say about that song. Demi, I think that's your theme song. I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) Words to live by. Not (laughs) me.
0: Legal are all these songs like included on every like rate or wedding DJ's playlist too. That's like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Some of these throw kind that, of are, you can throw I that I think, one maybe, on them. maybe. So, maybe. I, I don't, don't know, know what
1: year it came out. I just remember that when it came out, I I loved it.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you and it's would. secretly brilliant. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Um, my number 4 is came out in 1990. Won a Grammy for best rap performance, even though I feel like it's more of a pop song. Bust a Move by Young MC. Mm-hmm. Great beat and, like, samples in it. it. You know what? It's very similar. I feel like the beat is very similar to, like, D-Light, Groove is in the Heart. It's, like, very similar. That came out in 1992. So it was kind of that fun, like, I don't know. It was when hip-hop was fun, you know, and playful and, like, you know, they're making, he's making silly rhymes about, like, being a dork sitting, you know, hanging by this, you know, being afraid to get out on the dance floor and bust a move, so – yeah. I mean, I guess you can get... My, my, my list is kind of uh, quirky and has... But, you know, it's a great it's pop also, song, dude. It's also
1: the first one-hit wonder that we've hit on this. List. I mean, we're only on number four, but yeah. know, that's the first one. And
0: it featured Flea on bass, turns out, too. Nice. Wow, so. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Cool. So, that was my number four. Bust a move. Spotify it up. <laughs>
2: um, my number three is Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. You can't nice. have a top nice. five pop song <laughs> list without, without the King of Pop. I know. They I call thought him about the that King too. of Pop for a no reason.
0: Did not include him. Uh,
2: at first I was <laughs> kinda one. torn about putting this video or this song in because what is really memorable for me is the video. Mm -hmm. But it's still a great song. Like, Michael Jackson is, like, the only... I mean, him and a few others that can make a song a lyric. So in this song, there's a point where he goes... (laughs) And everybody knows that that is Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. Like, that is a lyric, you know? But this song was sexy, and this was, like... This was at Michael's, like best moment. It was like after his awkward phase but right before yeah, it was, a, it was really a peak. Ugly.
1: Yeah, it was definitely the peak. You know, it peak. was like
2: his peak, and he was just sexy. The video is awesome. It's got Eddie Murphy. It's got Iman. It's got uh, Debo.
1: It's got Debo, <laughs> <laughs> And it it's also got... has the uh, members of the Far Side are some of the dancers in the background. Oh, yeah. They were like a dance yeah. crew before. They were, they were a dance crew, and they're yeah. in the Remember the Time video. It's kind of hard awesome, to see them, man. but they're there, yeah.
2: Magic Johnson's in that Magic video. Magic Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> Doing <yeah>. a
0: terrible <laughs> acting job. He had it two lines, great. and
1: he managed to mess them both up. I think there were one. Word lines, too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Maybe two words. And I was, love that
0: video. And that was when, like, they debuted every, like, world premiered every Michael Jackson video from that album. Right. After the Simpsons. After the, or after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the yeah. Simpsons, yeah. too, I remember, like, it was, like, black and white came on after yeah. that. And it was, yeah. like... That was like, And it was an event. Everybody got yeah, together yeah, yeah. and
1: sat down in for the TV in the living room and watched the new Michael Jackson video. Yeah, like, Okay, yay, yeah, you know. Got excited.
2: And that yeah. dance scene at the end with all the Egyptian dancers was epic, like.
0: Yeah. I think that's where Farsight is. I, mean, I remember could, seeing that dance. We could do a that, podcast that dance of like top 5 <laughs> Michael Jackson songs period I mean like <laughs> yeah. throw that in the back we'll do that someday yeah. too yeah.
2: yeah that dance uh, scene was just it's sexy yeah. it's sexy and it, and Michael Jackson for a brief brief moment was so sexy and mm-hmm. that was it. That was like the epitome of I remember all of when that
1: when that on. video came out, I really wanted his hair. I really wanted to just grow my hair and have it look like that all wavy you and perfect. just could perfect. Have pulled it off, too. Now. Oh, no. No. I tried. Just, it, it grew upwards like a fro instead of down <laughs> like Michael Jackson. So. I've seen
2: the pictures, <laughs> yeah, man. You did, yeah, get
1: enough product. So, I yeah, that would have taken all day. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I love Remember the Time.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, my number three, speaking of sexy, is Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison, 1996. Um, I think Naomi just said it all with talking about how sexy Remember the Time was. Return of the Mac is, is I wouldn't say as sexy, maybe just as sexy. I don't know. Um, it's also, it samples another secretly brilliant pop song, uh, the, uh, the, what's it called here? The Genius? Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. So, uh, you know, oh, so yeah. I think that's another brilliantly secret song. But I just think, you know, Return of the Mac is just, um, I don't know, it's having a little bit of resurgence because of the Netflix show um, uh, Master of None. With Anne's season Sorry," yeah, and uh, and everybody started to discover this song again. And I've just always been like, "What? Like, what? Discover what? Like, you know, when that song comes on, it's great." <laughs> that's so so that's, that was a club fun. banger, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was like that was get the people on the dance
0: floor
2: yep, song. Yeah, yep. Back so. when like
0: people so that on your wedding DJ. player. <laughs> There's another one for <laughs> this. Could be top five wedding DJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about my number three on that. That All might right. be kind of weird, but it, could, it, could, it could, could probably pull it off. Anyways, yeah, what's it? Mine is. The number one song of 1987, "Walk Like an Egyptian" by the Bangles. Uh,
1: I almost had a Bengals song on mine. I was this. I close. mean, it's
0: pretty silly song. You know, it's it's pretty bizarre, but like, it's good, dude. It's really good. You know, like the the vocals are great, the beats great, the the silly chorus is great. Even the stupid video is kind of great. You know, but the funny thing about that is this dude Liam Steinberg wrote the song, and he like offered it up to. Tony Basil, the, mm, oh, Mickey, you're Mickey, so Mickey, yeah. And she, like, said no. So. Interesting. She could have been a two-hit wonder. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. she passed cool. on it. So Susanna Big Hoffs, mistake, man. Yeah. But, but cool. yeah, anyways, that came on the radio on Monday. And I was like, God, I am <laughs> like an Egyptian. <laughs> the Bengals Swager. were awesome, Yeah, man. they were awesome. They were yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. They played Hoffs, yeah.
2: like, I mean, they played like the boys, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And they... They were just awesome, awesome band. Yeah. I remember them, and but
0: they were absolutely pop music, man. Oh so, yeah. yeah, you know, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard Susanna Hoffs in an interview say one time that they their goal was to be the female Beatles. Oh, yeah, when they came I can out. see that because you know they so Spangles, they do everything. Spangles. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, okay. yep. Like ballads to you know from Eternal Flame to stuff like yeah, you know, um, Manic yeah. Monday, which was written Manic by Manic Prince. Yeah. That was almost on my list, Manic Monday. But you know, so
0: yeah, yeah. that's. An, nice yeah so Bengals awesome so number two M- my number two Deuce. my number
2: two also came out in 1987 it was released as a B-side but this song took a life of its own and it's Push It by salt and Pepper. Uh-huh, yeah very <laughs> nice oh man I could talk about salt and pepa all day <laughs> like when it comes to hip hop another hip-hop, song with
1: a resurgence right now yeah
2: it it never Night went go- away like yeah. I can remember yeah. always it being always You're around right. and people loving it and When this song came out, it was just like, (gasps) it was so risque. It was like, (laughs) you know, like these women, like, push it good and, you know, come and give me a kiss, better make it faster or else I'm going to get pissed. I remember being in
0: fifth grade, like, Push what? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it made you feel something. It made you feel tingly in
2: places you never felt tingly before. (laughs) At least for me. Exactly. But that started my love affair with Salt and Peppa. Like I've loved them since that song. It was raw. It was, you know, it was just kind of dirty. And the video, these girls were grinding and gyrating. And they looked just like normal girls. So, like, me and my cousins, Julie and Liz, when this song came out, you know, we went and got our spandex. We went and got our oversized coats. We're, like, dancing <laughs> the in the living room. coats. Oh, yeah. We're, like, you know, somebody's going through the legs. You know, with Salt and Peppa, they do this move where, like, Salt goes through Peppa's legs. And then Peppa turns around and kicks over her head. We're, like, doing that in the living room. We're like, next (laughs) junior high dance that comes along. We're doing that. We're doing that.
1: Right. Talent show.
2: Oh, yeah. It was just, I mean, those girls were just... And then it started this career of... Awesome hits. I mean, they have so many good pop hits. They really do. I actually saw them at Cervantes a couple of years ago here in Denver, and they didn't miss a beat. Like they are still as awesome as ever. They were up there dancing, singing, giving it their all, and of course, they had fine backup dancers because that's how Salt and Peppa does it. Still today. Still to this day, <laughs> they're showing off, like, you know, they're putting men in places where women always were as backup dancers. Right, and so I right. just think that's so cool. And that's just so woman power to me. So, number yeah. two, Salt and Pepper, push it. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Very
1: nice. Uh, so, I got, speaking of strong female groups, uh, my number two is Right Here, Human Nature Remix by SWV. Uh, I just, I've always loved this song. I think it's because a lot of it has to do with the fact that it does use human nature, which is also my favorite Michael Jackson song, yeah. which I think is not secretly brilliant, just brilliant <laughs> yeah, as I'm far sure. as pop song goes, mm-hmm. human nature by Michael Jackson. But this song, it, it, the original right here by SWB was just kind of like a run-of-the-mill New Jack Swing kind of song. And the the remix, which just adds human nature as a backing track, and then, of course, adds the whole, like, you know, Michael Jackson also singing the chorus just turned it into something more soulful and just more alive and just, you know, it's, it's, it's head shaking, you know, foot stomping kind of, kind of a song and uh, just always loved it and thought that it was always secretly brilliant. Didn't think it got enough attention or appreciation for how great it was. Um, also another little known fact, the uh, the beginning, I don't know if everybody remembers the, the shout out at the beginning where he says S W U double V that's Pharrell Williams in one of his like first recordings, I guess. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Did he produce yeah. it too? No, funny. it was actually reproduced. It was, it was remixed by Teddy Riley, who was the guy who did a lot of Michael Jackson's later music. He yeah. produced, uh, I think, Dangerous, uh, Yeah, Black he did white. remember the time. He did remember the time, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he actually remixed that that for, S, for SWV. And then at the time, and I learned this uh, just a little while, I learned this um, earlier, SWV didn't like it. They didn't like the remix when it came out because they thought it wasn't street enough. Like, their original song was more street, and this song was, which, you know, used this old 80s pop song to them, old 80s pop song, wasn't street enough for them and would ruin their cred or something. So, and it actually was, you know, this huge chart yeah. topper. So. Yeah. And the
2: only song, honestly, that they're really Exactly. <laughs> the only song
1: they're ever remembered for. Yeah. So, kind of a one-hit wonder, but, you know, they had to use this really popular song to become a one-hit wonder. So, it's so like one of the,
0: this is the first appearance of Pharrell, too, you know? Yeah. in like the first collecting is, comics, you know? He yeah. He was in this one panel, He was in Richard. this one,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> first appearance of Pharrell. So, that's very nice. Tool.
0: Very nice. Okay. Okay, my number two, 1977, Manfred Mann's Earth Band, Blinded by the Light. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a very, very bizarre song. First of all, it's, it's a Bruce Springsteen song. It's his first single, first song off his first album ever, and it was Total Flop when he released it. Um, and I didn't even know it was a Springsteen song until I lived in Jersey, and they played they play more of the <laughs> deeper cuts on the radio right, out there, right. you know. So, the,
1: the Springsteen's version kind of sounds like a Bob yeah, Dylan song. The, his,
0: yeah, it's totally. I mean, the lyrics are so abstract, you know, madmen, drummers, bummers, yeah. and Indians in the summer with the teenage diplomat. Like, that's the first line. like Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they made it this pop synthesizer rock song, and then, like, it became a number one hit, and surprisingly that – That's Bruce Springsteen's only number one hit, a cover of his song, where they basically changed the word deuce to douche. (laughs) Or at least that's what it sounds like. And I think it says, like, Springsteen joked about it and claiming that, you know, not until Manfred Band rewrote the song to be about a feminine hygiene product that it became a a number one hit. (laughs) Like, their accent just kicks in. Because, I mean, Springsteen says, like, Revved up like a douche or whatever, and then it's like right, wrapped right. up like a douche. Yeah, yeah. It sounds <laughs> no, like a... no, no. Springsteen says "cut loose like a douche." Yeah,
1: cut loose like a douche. And it's just a weird like turn of phrase, and I think their accent just like kicks yeah, in at that one s- like he, at that yeah, one like word. Their had, accent like, kicks a, in lisp, and it's yeah, just so his bizarre. lisp
0: and his accent just kick in. I think yeah. he was, I think they're an English. Well, but you know what? It's awesome though. Yeah. I, every time it's on the radio, I, n- I never change the channel.
2: Yeah, and I always say douche. And Even I know everybody sings that part. Yeah so
0: Uh, yeah that's my bizarre my list is pretty bizarre but you can't deny it I love it that's an awesome song all right so we're gonna here's here's the big moment number one will be revealed
2: number one my number one top five pop song that I think is not so secretly brilliant is let's go crazy by Prince and the revolution of 1984's Purple Rain. It was the first song on the album Purple Rain, and it is epic. I mean, it's got like the organ, comes out with the organ, and then you got Prince preaching the funk to you, you know, (laughs) like dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. (laughs) <laughs> and it goes into this awesome, like, 80s beat. Like, you know, like Molly Ringwald in Breakfast Club right, when she's, right, like, up right. on the stairs, like, dancing her ass off. Yeah. Like, every time this song comes on, that's me in the living room. Yeah. Like, I'm just getting it.
0: And, and you could, like, it has, like, a core. Everyone could be like, oh, no, let's go. You know, yeah. everyone does it at, like, a dance club or yeah. 80s yeah. night or yeah. whatever. It's man.
2: a rally song, yeah. you know? It's like, let's go crazy when the elevator tries to bring you down. Go crazy, <laughs> you know? And it's uh, And then it also showcases... Prince's brilliant guitar riffs. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a guitar virtuoso. Yep. I remember having this conversation with two separate hippie friends of mine who are like into fish and into widespread panic, and they're like, Prince, Prince. I'm like, if you don't know about Prince, you better ask somebody, because this man is a musical genius. He was born for music. So yep. in Purple Rain, he plays almost every instrument yeah. and sings almost every part, yep. um, except for like the female parts. There's a few parts that um, other people sang, but he basically did that whole album. Yep. yeah. Um, and he and this song at the end when he hits that guitar riff and it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it really showcases, like, how brilliant he was. And
1: I think it's, uh, it's like, on par with, like, Purple Rain as far as, like, a good, a well-written song, an amazingly written song. And people, I think, you know, they tend to think of, like, Purple Rain as being, like, oh, that's, that's the good song. And think of, you know just you know that that song is that's just a party song but it's not it's a lot more goes into it there's a lot more texture to it it's yeah
2: there is and the lyrics are just brilliant they're amazing they're timeless it's
1: kind of it's kind of weird he's like talking about like if you really listen to him he's like talking to a psychologist or something or he's talking about problems that that he has and you know um and, and and you know don't 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 listen to psychologists, just, just, uh, you know, party, party your life away yeah. or something like that. It's
2: just it's like, kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Get nuts. It's a little weird there. You so. know,
2: mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So that's my number one.
1: It's a good number good one. Choice. That yeah. is an excellent choice. Uh, my number one is, um, new sensation by NXS. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh. This has always been one of my favorite songs, uh, growing up and just the way that it, uh, it, it, it kicks off with this, you know, drum beat and just, Get you in the get you pumped up or you know, whether you're going to like work or whether you're going to work out, you know, it doesn't matter. It's it's just a really, really strong pop song I've always felt. And I've always felt that like NXS never got the Admiration, Like, I think they kind of came out at the same time as U2. And U2 was this serious rock band. And NXS was just this eh, moderate pop, more of a pop than a rock, than a serious rock band. But they wrote some really good tunes. And I think that was yeah. you know, exemplified by, by that one, which is a, excellent. It's a excellent, cool excellent, video. Excellent. There's song. good songs on
0: that album, oh, too, man. Mark excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. That whole album. Yeah, the kick. The whole
2: album was awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Michael Hutchinson is just a sexy, sexy dude. He was yeah. awesome. He was so awesome. Yeah, Gone yeah. way too
0: soon. All right, good All choice. Right. All right, You're my number, number one. one. Continuing with my theme of brilliant, kind of weird, kind of eclectic, it would be, it goes by a couple different titles. You could call it Fuck You or you could call it, you, you could call it Forget You by CeeLo Green. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And uh, I like it's just version. an awesome song. I mean, it's, it's, it's such an unlikely pop song. Be, I mean, it's called Fuck You. But it's it's about, you know, like... And, and written by your your man, Bruno Mars. Exactly. He had so, something to do with it there. You got a theme going. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> Bruno Mars number five, five and one. Kind there of you go. And yeah. Captain, yeah. like a hamburger. They're the buns on my list here. Yeah. But, um I mean, it's great, dude. It's like kind of self-loathing, dude. It's not like braggadocious, you know. I mean, CeeLo mm-hmm. compares himself to, you know, to say the other dude's like Xbox. He, he's just an Atari, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. His ride ain't fly, but it'll get you there. You yeah. know, it's like, it's awesome. It's like the, it's the, it's the average everyday man's anthem, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know. And it's
1: real reminiscent of like Motown, like Supreme songs, like oh, I yeah. Need Love. I mean, or, the, the
0: uh, lyrics are awesome, but the beat's amazing yeah. too, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. It's awesome, awesome song. Gotta love yeah. that. Gotta love some steel Green. It's brilliant.
1: I like his Christmas music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and only CeeLo could sing that song. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like if Bruno sang that song, it, it's not as it believable. wouldn't be as yeah. good for his image. Yeah, no one yeah, would believe that. Like, yeah, but like a, CeeLo can sing tarant. that song because yeah. okay. you are kind of like an Atari CeeLo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Got some- <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah... Yeah. So that's my list, that's man. That's a solid, that's good. That was a number awesome. two hit, too. It did never make, made it to number one. It's because they
1: couldn't have the actual version yeah. on the radio. I yeah. think yeah, if they could, the then I think it would have it would have hit number yeah. one.
2: No Lady, one wants
0: Lady to Gaga's for, Born This Way kept him out of the uh, number one spot. Don't miss for, the Gaga and her monsters, yeah. man. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So anyways, we could probably make... No a, Lady Gaga we, could, my list. we could make so many lists of brilliant pop songs, but that's what we came up with. And uh, if you haven't heard any of them... Look them up on Spotify. We might even do a playlist and like link. Yeah, that's a good idea to the Spotify playlist. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or some YouTube videos too. Maybe even, yeah, some of like a lot of these songs have awesome videos. too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know if I think, yeah, I think dude, I think ABBA did do a video for SOS, like one of the, probably one of the, obviously one of the first, or like some bizarre, like performance,
2: live performance or something. Yeah.
0: Weird, weird studio show or something.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Remember the time is an awesome video. John Singleton mm-hmm. did that video. Yeah. Boys yeah. in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's right. Yeah. So it's a wonderful video. I watched it and it's still in. It's in SD. Like it holds up. Find. It holds up pretty well too. Yeah.
1: Even the uh, the awkward part where Michael Jackson goes into Iman's chamber and <laughs> kisses her and he like he puts his arms around her and it looks like. Twas the night before, night before Christmas. Twas the night before. <laughs> Nightmare before Christmas, when they hug on the hill, Jack Skellington and Sally, yeah. and they put their long arms around each other. That's what it looks like. It's like this <laughs> stilted, like movement. Like he's never like, okay, I'm gonna hug you now. Yeah. Is, is this
0: how you're supposed and, to do it? And
1: kiss you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah most yeah. awkward kiss. Maybe not, not the nah, most awkward when kiss.
0: When he kissed but... uh, Lisa Marie or yeah, whatever. And that was, was
1: supposed to be real.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh bizarre. man. Well, well, we like could, we could probably do a top 5 of Michael Jackson fails too unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, down low. <laughs> yeah, low. Yeah, that'll be a low. We, yeah, we'll do a Michael Jackson podcast. We'll do like that will be the low 5, which we're at the low 5 right now. And We are at the low 5. Low 5. For low for low the, low. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That come out of you? That came out of uh, the low. I don't know where that came five. from. Um <laughs> so the, the low 5 today, it's a little bit different. Um, we decided. I decided to <laughs> since all these musicians have been dying lately, which is a total bummer. I decided, like each one of us, is going to come up with five musicians, our own rock and roll heaven, our like a little dream band of dead musicians. So, all right, um, I'll go ahead. You want to just you want to just like name? Yeah, like, you do, do, I'll do my band. Do, do the lineup and then yeah, talk about it. And then we'll right. talk about cool. it and pass it along. Cool, cool. so, um, so my band is. On bass and vocals, we got Lemmy Killmeister from Motorhead. On vocals, we got a couple vocalists in this group, too. <laughs> we got Joey Ramone on vocals, too. Oh, nice. And we got Johnny Ramone on guitar. <laughs> Pretty got,
1: soon you could have all the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we got Keith Moon on drums. All right. And we got Phil Lynette from Thin Lizzy on bass and vocals, too. So we got double bass oh, uh, okay. and three vocalists, uh-huh. and we just play Loud, rowdy, rock and roll, nice. and we are called the Liz Limones. Man, you did a much oh. better job than I did or on actually, this list. Oh, I can change it. The Liz <laughs> L- Liz Limones. Wow. So wow. I could get Keith Moon in there. There too, you go. You know? so. Man.
1: Woo. Yeah, you, see, you, did, you, were, you took so, some time with that. Like, yes. I just so. literally picked five dead musicians. So. I didn't think of like, oh, how could they be a band? That's a good idea. I should have thought of that one. I guess you I really, should have been more specific. You thought that out.
0: But yeah, so I mean. Uh, you know, I think they'd make a really killer band, dude. You know, like this. This group yeah, that's would headline a, that's Coachella. That's a good, that's right a good now, lineup. <laughs> yeah. Get the holograms it's together. The Coachella and, you know, in yeah. heaven.
1: Or yeah, the hologram. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Coachella in hell, bud. There. Um, well, yeah. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Coachella, Coach Hell. Hella. Uh, yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that's that's it exactly. But yeah, that's my rowdy group, and like you know, we've got double bass. We got three dudes that can sing they could probably harmonize together and it would be pretty rocking dude so that's my that's my rock and roll heaven rock and roll hell yeah dream
1: super group excellent i love it so i'll go and then we'll finish off with naomi just because she's our our guest yeah uh i'll go real quick um so yeah i didn't even think about that like actually creating a band i just uh when you when you mentioned this real quick it reminded me of this Stephen King short story called They Got a Hell of a Band and it's about this couple that's driving on a road trip and they end up at this like honky tonk and they they hear like this guy coming on stage and it's like oh it's Roy Orbison and the next guy is and they're like wow this is some great like tribute bands or you know impersonators or whatever and they slowly start to realize that it's the actual people and they can't leave, and they realize that they got in a car accident along the way. was really creepy. So this, this whole list has been creeping me out since you mentioned it, because it totally reminded me of that story. And so <laughs> I'm like, I just thought of it as quick as I could. Yeah. So my, like my, cool my five are, just to begin, David Bowie, Freddie Mercury, and John Lennon, so I could hear them perform Fame and Under Pressure together. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, number three would be Jeff Buckley, because I never got to see him in concert, and I thought he was amazing and uh, a genius. And then number five was just Michael Jackson. Cause I, I like I'd see him once when I was a little kid. They uh, could probably during, do "We Are the World" together. That's right. That. Oh, they could. That's just, just <laughs> bring we in, are the just, universe. Just bring our, Just bring on Michael. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> he's, he's always with us. He's always with us, Demi. He's in your heart. <laughs> he's yeah, forever, forever, <laughs> forever and ever, ever
2: in your heart. Yep. All right. So
1: that's 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 my five.
0: Cool. Cool.
2: So my rock and roll heaven house band. When I go to heaven and I'm strolling through the pearly gates. I imagine that some reggae is playing. <laughs> Maybe the room is a little smoky. Maybe Jesus is there with a the spliff. <laughs> Even though I don't partake in the green stuff anymore. If Jesus is smoking, I'm smoking. Right at that point. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I would have Bob Marley and Peter Tosh, of course, um, Peter Tosh can play anything. So Peter Tosh is my bass player.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: Bob Marley mm-hmm. is my vocals and my guitar. Mm-hmm. And then to round out the mm-hmm. the band, um, Lincoln Style Scott. He was a drummer for Root Radix and Dub Syndicate. And he was a legendary nice. uh, reggae drummer. And you got to have a reggae drummer to play with the reggae guys. A lot of people don't know that. But when you're playing reggae... It's all about what you don't play when you play reggae. Between the notes. It's between (laughs) the notes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It's letting it hang. So you got to have that reggae drummer. But um, he actually died in 2014. He was murdered in Jamaica. And, uh, you know, it's a sad thing, man. Peter Tosh was too. It's crazy. Um, And then I'd have Amy Winehouse and Bradley Noel from Sublime. Uh, rounding it out with some vocals and some guitar up on stage. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I yes. think they kind of did some songs yeah. with reggae. Yeah, for show, I would love so. to hear them all together. You know, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Rest enough, in peace to all
1: these. I don't musicians. know enough women in my in my yeah. group. Chris, too. That was our, you know, yeah, our well. bad. <laughs>
0: you could do a whole group, too. I mean, you could do lots of them. Yeah, you guys like
1: definitely that. thought that out way better than I did.
0: You guys <laughs> had an actual
1: group. I just had five dudes. I guess I could have been more like, specific, Oh, this would be kind of cool to hear them play yeah. someday in heaven <laughs> I know or whatever. Every time
0: Under Pressure comes on now, I'm like, man, those guys are both dead. That's so yeah. sad.
1: Yeah. 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 And fame. Vanilla Ice fame. is still around, though.
0: So. Oh. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Exactly. Where's the justice? Exactly. <laughs> Dude flies
0: around everywhere and, you know, yeah. nothing happens. Mm. So um, so if you're familiar with our podcast, uh, when we have guests on, we have our guests come up with a topic for us for our next, uh, our next podcast. So, and me and Demi have no idea what it's going to be. So without further ado, Naomi's going to give us our topic for next episode.
2: Okay. Well... I'm really excited because Walking Dead's coming back. The TV show is coming back this coming Sunday. Excellent! So I love season, The Walking Dead season six? Season, six, season six or seven, six. <laughs> so and it's season the mi- six. Mid-season, mid season, ah, mid season, mid season premiere. Gotcha. Okay, so it's coming back. Cool. But um, I love this show so much that I really got into the comic book. And mm-hmm. I read like every Walking Dead comic in a month. Like I just binge read all these comics. And it was pretty cool. I never really got into comic books um but I really dug the Walking Dead series. So I want to know what you guys are reading and what series you like and what should I read next? So Excellent. for your
1: next topic is top five comic book series. Current comic book series that we're reading right now or just all time that we've read in the past? Or um, let's like. just
2: go um, all time.
1: Okay. All, yeah, time. Cool. all time. All time. Right. Yeah. Excellent. And
2: leaves the door open for a pretty cool guest, See, that's, I think.
1: That's what's kind of neat about you know, like shows like The Walking Dead, how they, you know, they're... they're, they're they open it up to people who never read comics in their life, and then you you see this and you enjoy, it, and you're like, oh, I wonder what that's like, and you go back and you're like, man, comics are such a great medium, and I never would have done this if I you know hadn't yeah. watched this show. It's yeah. beautiful to see the artwork and the story.
2: Such and, a great delivery system for comics. You know, there <laughs> was one TV. comic recently, yeah, one of the Walking Dead comics, and you know some Walking Dead nerd will probably kill me because I don't know what number it was. No. But there was yeah. very little dialogue. I think that was it number was seventeen. All pictures. Um, mm. And it was just so
1: compelling. Yep. Even with yeah. just pictures. And that's, yeah. That you know.
0: Storytelling medium. Remember man. when yeah. Marvel did that, like in the early 2000s? Maybe they did the Nuff said" in every issue. Every. All issue month, every issue no, came out with no words. No it words. Was yeah. All pictures. Yeah. So. Yeah. One whole month of all every single title, like the X-Men book, had no told a single standalone story with no words. Yep. Yeah. That's so cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. Okay. I think you guys would. Yeah, it's going to be job. hard to narrow that one down. I know. Like, yeah. yeah. The, yeah but the, that's cool. I will, I'm thinking about it yeah, already.
1: The 7-year-old and the 17-year-old in me and myself right now, the 37-year-old, are all high-fiving right now about that topic. Cause <laughs> They're we're, all going to have to get together. super excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Super excited about comics. I got,
0: a, I got a good guest in mind, too. So.
1: Oh, excellent. I cool. Chuck Rosansky from Mile High Comics? No, not him. <laughs> but... Um, that might be owner 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 CEO (laughs) president yeah
0: that would go on forever no um, that's the download (laughs) podcast no but uh yeah I got a guest (laughs) in mind cool Uh, a friend of mine who's pretty a huge comic fan to say the least all right that'll be that'll be a good one so all right
2: awesome well, thank, thank you. you guys thank for having me. Thank you, so Naomi. For Fun. listening
0: to episode four. and we're Big, big take thanks to Naomi for, for yeah. joining yeah, us. Uh,
2: you can catch my Zumba classes for Denver Parks and Rec. I'm at Rudy Rec Center Saturday mornings at 1030 and Tuesday evenings at 615. And I'm also at um, Central Park Rec Center in Stapleton Fridays at 1115 a.m. So come dance with me. If you really love good music, you'll love my class.
0: All right. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. I'll
1: get on that. I'm slapping <laughs> yeah. my I'm slapping my belly right now. Yeah. I'll I'll make it through like well, one half. Not... I'll make it through one half of Remember the Time, and then um, then I'll then you'll remember me. <laughs> Maybe we can tag team. I mean, be... like
0: switch off, dude. When I there get tired, go. you're you're it. you go. Okay. In and... and anybody that'll looking work. for hot
2: chicks, that'll work. Go to Zumba class, all man. Right. To all you. Men out there who can't find any good chicks—they're all at Zumba. <laughs> That's Get your that. ass there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Well, all right. Once again, uh, meet the giants. Going to take us out. And thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Send us uh, email of any suggestions you want at the High Five Download Podcast at Gmail And we this will. This has
1: been Chris Brunn, Demetrius Lucero, and our special guest Naomi Uchola.
2: Whoop whoop. <laughs>
1: See you guys later. <laughs>